excuse me. I think it's a nice way to start the show by me uh, coughing up a lung. The pandemic's over. Yeah. Uh, a lot of other things are breaking down, though. So, uh, sorry that we've been away, everybody. Uh, we got all excited, got merch, and then fell off the map. Another great marketing plan. So I was away. Brian was sick. Mm -hmm. I got back, had a little problem, which is why I am rocking the Moshe Diane look right now. Pretty. And if you, uh, and if you kids don't know what that means, look it up. From the, from the same people who brought you, look at the schmuck on that camel. So we're back. Happy to be back. Need to uh, in in some in some content that is not exactly timely. It's time that we talk about my Florida vacation here on the Managing Expectations podcast. Howdy, I'm Jeff Winger, your host here on the Managing Expectations podcast. With me as always is the AD camp, Mr. Brian Grimm. Howdy, Brian. Howdy, Jeff. Great to be with you. Great to have you. I, th I thought that we were going to talk about uh, Escape from New York. Is, I thought that's why we... Oh, that's funny. That's funny right there. I tell you what, do you want to, should we do, should we do my detached retina later? Well, I think we kind of started with that, with saying that something happened. So, well, something happened. My, my retina detached uh, and they had to perform. Um, I don't know. What would you call it? I would call it probably priority surgery to save the vision in one eye. Emergency, so, it's, emergency surgeries sounds like. So emergency sounds like there were sirens mm -hmm. and it was more like don't go home go to the ophthalmologist go in the very shoes in which you stand you must go this very day yeah so not an emergency but we don't want to let too also, much moss the word urgent carries uh denotes more money oh yeah I think, I think it was just a priority. They worked me in. They didn't make me wait. You know, the typical six weeks to three months to get into. They, they got me right in. Uh, so anyway, um, so it's, it's reattaching. Had a, had a, I mean, you know, some people are interested in this sort of thing. Some people gag. Uh, so, so anyway, I mean, we can talk about it if you want, but, um, uh, doctor had, uh, had the one week post-operative checkup yesterday. And, uh, in spite of not doing the eye drops, right. Uh, moron, I, uh, am healing up nicely, but, uh, I see through this, uh, gas bubble that they injected into my eyeball. So my two eyes are getting conflicting stimuli. So most, most days I have felt like I've been riding in the middle, middle of the back seat on uh, winding mountain roads. Been a little motion sick. So then I need to lay down and take a nap but some good thing you know but some good things I've I, I finished a painting then I finished two other paintings uh those are available on you can have a look at those on Instagram at uh what, what is it at winger underscore abstracts that's the one is that it mm -hmm. that's the one I follow 
Okay, well, I'm pretty sure that's the only one I have. Good thing I got that underscore in there to keep me, to differentiate me from all the other at Winger abstracts in some version or another. Anyway, um, so so I've been able to do that. Uh, I've been able to do some uh, do some uh, writing. I've been able to read. I'll tell you what. Um, I, I can read easier than uh, I can watch TV. And, and so the times I've watched TV, I started watching um, The Dropout, that Elizabeth Holmes miniseries. Yeah. It's kind of boring. I mean, you kind of know what's going on. Okay, so she was a sociopath, whatever. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I'm out. You know, uh, started watching something. What did I start watching? Uh, on a lark last night I turned on Batman and Robin oh uh, Clooney and O'Connell yeah yeah now I lasted seven minutes five seconds before I bailed and I thought that was pretty good Uh, I will fight anyone who wants to blame George Clooney for that abomination um, it was, it's entirely Joel Schumacher. It was a terrible, terrible, uh, uh, script. It was, it was cheesy. It was handball. I mean, seriously, once Tim Burton stopped, they just like, were like the TV show only not as cool. Yeah. So then, you know, thank, thank goodness Christopher Nolan came and, but, you know, I don't know, I got people going to see the Batman or whatever the team Edward batman movie is out now and it just looks like i know let's take a let's take let's take a character who is dark and then they made him darker and let's make him darkest you know so i like i read a review where they say you know it's like well he doesn't really have have many positive qualities that you know elevate him above the other costume goons. He's so. he's sad. He's he's sad. Well, he's blown through all his Twilight money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw something funny about uh, Batman and Robin. It said that, that this tells you how bad the movie is when the villains are the guy who wants to make the world colder and somebody who wants to plant a bunch of trees and vegetation. Those are the villains. <laughs> uh yeah it, it it was just unspeakably terrible uh oh and i forgot alicia silverstone was in that too you probably didn't get you probably didn't get there i didn't i didn't get to alicia uh, which by the way was would probably have been a mitigating factor if you know just to see Allie in a you know in a in her rubber Batgirl suit. Mm-hmm. But we'll never know. I saw that movie in the Philippines and I hated it then. And uh, no, 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 no. I, I saw it when we got back when we were in Portland. Mm-hmm. There's never a room full of Vietnamese people. That's all I know. So I was away and it seems like a million years ago because, you know, we got this war going on. So this isn't the most timely uh, information, but I do think that um, um, I'm thinking we should title this episode Reports of Florida Man are under underrated. We'll play with that. We'll workshop that. That sounds good. I like that. So um, I, I hadn't I hadn't seen my mother-in-law since before the pandemic. Uh, I'm not as close to my mother-in-law as you are yours. So it's hard to imagine anyone else would be. Julene, my wife, Mrs. Winger, uh, 
starts talking to me last fall about going to Florida and I just cannot even believe what I'm hearing. I mean, there's like, you know, the, the pan, there's, <laughs> we got this pandemic on and you want to go to Florida where like they've never done anything about it ever. And plus mother-in-law and plus I don't really have any time away uh, from work. And so all of this, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, hoping that, you know, I'll have a heart attack and drop dead before I actually have to go to Florida with my mother-in-law in February at the end of a, a pandemic. No such luck. So uh, we, uh, off we go. And, uh, you know, there are people who hate Southwest Airlines. I don't, I, I don't know why. I mean, no. it's, it's a very democratic, small d democratic airline. I mean, it's like everybody gets to fly and it's not, it, it, it's no worse, as, you know, as far as the chickens and goats and the people of the, of the land flying, it's no worse than anybody else's. Um, the problem, one of the problems was we had to fly through Nashville uh, and uh, both coming and going then we had, you know, young men and not so young men with their musical instruments because they're gonna make it big in Music City. That takes up some space, you know. Uh, the, um, the flights are pretty full. Anyway, uh, the, you know what's worse than describing the weather? Describing the airplane ride. So, uh, Mrs. Winger uh, had procured a rental car. So we get on a Saturday after afternoon. We take the shuttle to the rental car agency. Mrs. Winger saved a hundred bucks by not going with a national brand and instead um, chose I, I don't I, I don't know what it was called but it wasn't a national brand. So it was best like that, like that. Uh, I, I made, I may have made some jokes about the name of the place previously, which I won't repeat now. Um, but like, did you ever see the West wing where the president's daughter's kidnapped and the national security advisor says, this is a this is an amateur job. She's she's not she's not going to be found in the Middle East. She's going to be found in the back of a muffler shop. So this this was a sort of rental car agency, where if if some ne'er do well kidnappers picked up like the president's daughter or whatever, this is probably where you might find her. Is it what I'm thinking? Um, <clears throat> this, this reminds me of the time when, uh, Sarah and I drove to Palm Springs uh, several years ago. Is this the and time when your kids downloaded all the movies in four? No, nope, nope. this was, this was the year before that, uh, Sarah okay. had just, uh, had a major surgery and the two of us went out of town together Okay. and, uh, we drove to Palm Springs on the way back and she, she made these arrangements. She's a an excellent vacation planner, but we, a good midway point is Las Vegas. And so we, she made plans for a hotel in Las Vegas and she made uh, reservations at a place. She says, I got a great rate and there's a ton of great reviews. And when we pull into this place, I knew instantly uh, maybe. Uh, did, you, did, did you pay by the hour? No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't quite like that, but, um, uh, everything costs something. And so what you save on money, <laughs> uh, you make up for in your comfort. Oh, you wanted pillows. Oh, um, and a blanket. What? Okay. Yeah. Sheets. <laughs> oh. So we, you know, it was, it was full. There were a lot of people there and we go Did you front. want the 80 or 160 thread count? 
we go up to the room and they're like, the room is still dirty. And I'm like, we're not, we're not staying here. That's it. I appreciate your efforts here, babe, but let's just, let's go get dinner. We'll make other plans. And we took, we got a cab to take us to take us out. And he's like, what are you guys staying there for? <laughs> he said, uh, yeah, uh, that's, you guys should probably stay someplace else. Okay. So where'd so you stay? We stayed at the Bellagio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that was nice. And the, the truth is like the lady at the counter at the Bellagio, look, she, she might've been feeding us a line, but we got a, we got a great room at a very reasonable rate. Um, we were just a, a, a few days away from our anniversary. And we told her that and she says, Oh, that's great. So she, she really took good care of us and uh, we got a, a great room. So. Terrific. Yeah. I'm glad that worked out for you. So now tell me about your rental car story. <laughs> Well, it was a thing where like I, I went to, so my, my, my phone was running low. And so I, I go to plug it into the, the car and the USB port doesn't work. Uh, and when I brought that to the guy's attention, he's like, huh, I don't know. Okay. So I, I guess this isn't the part where you, where you bump us up to the next nicest car uh this is the part where you say that's that's too bad that we're giving you a thing that doesn't work so then i mean you could kind of like figure so, so fortunately i brought power packs with us you know like you're thinking yeah yeah um and and uh and you know you could you could attach wirelessly anyway kind of a funny thing happened as I'm dealing with the rental car, uh, they, my wife and my mother-in-law decide they need to call the place just to let them know that we're gonna be checking in a little bit late. You know, we just got in, we just got the uh, car. It was like a 90, I don't know, well, it's a little over an hour drive to the place. They get on the phone, and uh, they don't have reservations for us. So Mrs. Winger is trying to like handle this without letting me know because she thinks I'm going to flip out. Uh, so what, what, about what time was it? 3.30 or 4. Okay. Okay. So not late, not late, but. Not late, late. Yeah. But but you're but you're kind of getting into a situation where you need to find a place to stay. Yeah, and we'd already made uh, arrangements to meet and have dinner with some friends that we knew from Fort Worth, uh, who'd relocated 20 years ago to Florida. So that was gonna. I mean, that it was great to see them, but that was gonna slow us up. So we. Um, so, Mrs. Winger's on the phone with the condo uh and my mother-in-law can't sit back and let my wife handle it so she's like let me talk let me talk let me talk to him that's a lie he's lying i'm like okay we we can do better in our negotiating than opening up with you're a damn liar so I, I've read a couple books on negotiation. I think that the FBI hostage negotiators, that's usually what they lead with. <laughs> that's a tactic. So I'm actually not worried because the worst thing that happens is we find a hotel. First of all, it's Florida. So there are, it is tourism is their number one industry. We could go from coast to coast in two and a half hours. There are more hotel rooms than you can shake a stick at. We're going to have a place to stay. Okay. Yeah. You'll figure it out. We're mm-hmm. going to figure it out. Okay. But, but Julene was very, very tense. And, um, 
my mother-in-law was uh, not very reasonable. So anyway, this isn't a great story, except we ended up uh, in what was supposed to be the only room available in a different place. And it wasn't going to be in Daytona, but a place called Ormond by the Sea. Mm -hmm. It's spelled O-R-M-O-N-D. And of course, this makes me think of the um, actress Julia Ormond. So for the first like three or four days, I'm calling it Ormond, Ormond by the Sea, right? (laughs) So... If that just isn't the fanciest thing. It turns out that my buddy Dave, the the economist who went to West Point, he grew up there. He actually gave me his dad's address. And like I drove by and took a picture of his dad's house for him. Uh, though he knows what his dad's house looks like. Um, hey, hey, bro, here's a house you grew up in. <laughs> it was like really cool. It was like, yeah. It, yeah. Um, so, so anyway, so uh, it's a studio, it's a studio condo and that's not great. And so this room was spar. I mean, it, it was plain. Uh, it had a bed and it had like a fold down thing. And then, it, I mean, there, it just was not comfortable. So that, right. that first that first night, I mean, it was a little cozier than uh, I would have liked. And, you know, nothing gets a vacation off to a great start, like waking up your first morning and uh, before you've even heard the surf crashing on the waves, on, on, the, uh, on, the, on the sand, uh, you hear your mother-in-law say, you snore. So, um, I don't know, one thing led to another and they're going to move us into a different room. So I went down to thank, uh, the, the person, uh, the, the manager on duty and just saying, look, you've, you've really saved our relation, you know, our, our vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, now have I ever told you that um, I, I do pretty well with a Zofta gal? Has this ever come up before? Um, if you didn't tell me, I think it's probably something that I just knew. <laughs> <laughs> so a hundred years ago when I was waiting tables with my friend Travis, uh, my old, he was my first roommate when we moved out of the house. And uh, Travis always had, was always had thinning hair. I mean, in high school, he had thinning hair. And um, uh, I came back from uh, receiving payment. And I said, <laughs> I said to Travis, that I do great with sophisticated big girls. And he goes, I wonder why that is, Winger. Maybe the same reason I do great with sophisticated bald chicks. (laughs) So this is something hilarious that Mrs. Winger has cynically gotten on board with. So on more than one occasion, after being denied the customer service that Mrs. Winger thinks she is owed, she will, she will hand off to me by saying, it's a fat chick, babe, go take care of this. Is that a quote? Um, I don't think she says, go take care of this, but. <laughs> but the first part is true. <laughs> That's not the part I was. That's not the part that was remarkable to me. 
so I'm talking, so it turns out that the manager on duty was Folsom. And uh, we ended up getting not just a new room, but we got a, a second room comped. So my mother-in-law stayed in the spare room. Mrs. Winger and I got a very nice um, condo, Florida condo, had, had some like, you know, pine woodwork and trim and stuff and it had a had a bench booth table that you could you know the three of us could eat on eat at and it, and, it, and it, it worked out really well um so we watched we watched the super bowl there um and <laughs> which is pretty forgettable uh and uh and we were right on the water right on the atlantic side uh, we were just up from uh, Daytona, and and that was great. And so you and I have talked. In fact, I think the last time we talked about um, how P.G. O'Rourke pretty well summarized my my view of nature. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you something, Haas. Walking on the beach is not like walking on a mountain trail or walking through a forest or whatever walking on the beach is awesome you know why you know why playboy bunnies like long walks on the beach because long walks on the beach are awesome yeah everybody likes long walks on the beach the only well okay here here's the only downside all all the like um, show off 65 year olds who are like out there doing like 500 push-ups and stuff. Mm -hmm. Those guys can kiss me, but you know, I felt like I, Richard, I was like Richard Nixon walking on the beach in my loafers. <laughs> I've been in Florida before when they, they have the red tide. You've heard of this? Yes. <clears throat> and, and it's, 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 like an algae bloom or it's something that causes you know a whole bunch of fish to die and then to wash up on the beach and walks up on the long walks on the beach during that period of time are not great um nature is amazing brian i don't know what your problem is well i'll tell you what is amazing about when there's red tide i've been there in florida where there's you go out and the beach it stinks and there's a whole bunch of dead fish and th things like that that have washed up and then the crabs come out from you know they dig themselves out of their little holes in the sand and they just clean all that stuff up and then like the next morning it's all gone it's pretty amazing i would like to see crabs rise up out of the sand and devour the dead that would be pretty great <laughs> yeah um and uh um i stayed one time we stayed at a place where there, um, the sea turtles would come in and lay their eggs. And, you know, towards the late afternoon, early evening, they, they come in and they, they don't, they don't come onto the beach until nighttime, but they get close. They swim in closer and, you know, they will be a hundred yards off the shore, but, and then you can just kind of see them out there bobbing up and down, just waiting to, to come in. Um, and th that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and the place that we stayed at, they, you know, they have a whole bunch of signs about, you know, taking care of the, of the nests and things like that. And they'll come out and they'll stake them after the nest. They'll stake them really early in the morning. Did you say stake them? <laughs> so, yeah. They'll, they'll put stakes and some uh, uh, like caution tape around where their nests are so that they're not uh, disturbed. So yeah. Kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Um, the beach was a lot cleaner than the Texas beach. Uh, I, I mean, I like, I, I like, okay, so we drove on the beach one day because uh, my, my mother-in-law doesn't get around like she used to. Uh, so she couldn't really take a long walk on the beach, which, you know, if you think that this might have added to my enjoyment of a long walk on the beach, uh, you should trust your judgment. Uh, but she wanted to take a drive on the beach. So you could... Uh, drive in and it costs 20 bucks for the day and you could leave and go back on one time. Mm -hmm. 
and they weren't really very nice about it, right? So like you couldn't necessarily go both ways and you couldn't like drive the whole length of the beach in part because of, I don't know what the deal was exactly. Uh, I, I do think that they were trying, they're trying to save the sea turtles, which I'm entirely sympathetic to. There, there are a handful of uh, the Lord's uh, living creatures that I am very sympathetic to and, and uh, sea turtles are one of them. Uh, you know, sharks are not one of them. Oh, you know? come on. <laughs> so, so apparently a Smyrna or Smyrna beach uh, in Florida has the highest percentage of shark bites in the U.S. But I was talking to my friend Dave who grew up there and he said that most of them are like dog bites that like it's not it's not like a great white or something it's it's just you know like a dog bite which you don't really want they've got a lot of uh pup sharks there is that is that a joke about it being a dog bite Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know how I tell you that people are always like, that Brian's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're making me look good on this one. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know. There were there were a lot of guys, uh, you know, and I think this gets to the Florida man thing. Uh, a lot of guys wearing sleeveless t-shirts. Uh, a lot of guys wearing, uh, you know, kind of, camo themed caps that i'm thinking probably you know didn't really need a camo cap well you know a lot of so so like when i went to dinner i'd wear a shirt with a collar and it felt like i was putting on airs you went to a nice restaurant Mm, no i went to the well like the night we went to the tipsy taco and the wait staff and indeed the management staff, they're very nice young ladies, but they seem to be clinging to the last rung before dropping down to Hooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of spaghetti straps. And uh... anyway, oh, hey, that reminds me. Uh, your daughter got her uh, graduation pictures taken, didn't she? She did. Okay. Anything with spaghetti straps in case she wants a job at the Tipsy Taco? Nope. (laughs) All right. So maybe just wrap this up and uh, why I am bulletproof as to COVID and probably hep C was um, okay. So I'm the only registered driver on this horrible rental car. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So this was stupid because I got, I had to do a bunch of stuff to make my mother-in-law happy that I would never have gone along with um, if I could have just made my wife drive, you know, you just take her. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, we go and, and we went to a place, uh, Mount, Mount Dora is, have you been there? Uh, if I haven't been there, I know I've driven by it. I mean, I've, for a while there, I was on a streak with my Florida visits, which you we'll were. Get, we don't need to talk about. No, you know, no, no. This is, this is your Florida story, not mine. H- happiest place on earth. But uh, yeah, Mount Dora, I certainly sounds very familiar. It was a cute little town. Fine. Okay. So uh, my mother-in-law has a cousin, an 85-year-old cousin who lives in Mount Dora. And we went there to uh, visit him. Now, this is something I totally would have bailed on. But I couldn't because I was I had to be the driver. Okay. So 
uh, we got there and we visited for a little bit the way old people of the land do. Mm-hmm. And, then he, and then he wants to take us out to lunch. Well, he really loves this all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet. You know, you can eat all you want, and they don't charge you extra. That sounds uh, that sounds very friendly on the old pocketbook. Well, I don't know. well, but you you might have something like that in where you're from, right? Not that I eat there, but you could if you needed to or wanted to. So, I don't find buffets great. Uh, there was once uh, when I was with the Vietnamese in Portland, we made a trip up to Seattle. What was the name of that place? Um, I don't know. I'm thinking like Happy Happy Joy Joy or something ridiculous. And it was um, it was an all-you-can-eat buffet in somewhere in the Seattle suburbs. And I mean, this was just uh, a, a terrible night and a terrible trip. It, it was the sort of deal where in this pre-GPS maps app era, um, they thought that they knew where they were going and they didn't have a clue. So we would like drive for 35 miles and then pull over and then somebody would get out of the car and like yell into the car says okay okay you follow me okay and then and so this went on for it seemed like a couple hours so then we then we get to the place and it was like if it was like it was like satan's food court okay (laughs) it was horrible I mean if they had found a way to deep fry the jello they'd have done it and uh, they had like they had like uh, crab legs and that was a huge hit with my Vietnamese friends but they 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 were not appealing to me so you know I'm like burping blowtorch and uh, while gluttons from two or three continents just had at it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I can't even tell you how long since I've been to a buffet. I, I don't, you know, I've, honestly, even before COVID, I was starting to find them hygienically suspect. Mm-hmm. So we... uh you know that was a thing. So, here's so where what. did where did you end up with uh, cousin-in-law? Oh, the all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet. This is my. That's you, that's where you went. Yeah, I couldn't get out of it, Brian. Like everything else about this stupid trip, I couldn't get out of it. My number was up, pal. I had to take it. So, oh, you're not even. This isn't even the best of it. So I go in to wash my hands before before lunch. There's a guy who works there, steps steps away from the commode, straight out the door. No washing of the hands. Okay? Okay. So, <laughs> while, it's, while it's still, okay, count them down. While it's still technically a pandemic, I ate, ate at a Chinese all-you-can-eat buffet in Florida with people who don't wash their hands after going to the bathroom. Buddy, I, I drew an inside straight in, in a contagion situation. I drew an inside straight of contagion. And I lived to tell the tale. That's amazing. And all I, well, you know, and I, I, I haven't seen any, uh, of the medical research linking that to a detached retina. I was, I was about to say, yeah, 
<laughs> but uh, I, I, I suppose I could have detached my retina when I was like looking in disbelief at the guy who didn't wash his hands after, you know, easing nature. It's kind of hard to believe that a place like that didn't enforce their uh, employee hand washing policy. I'm telling you, I would, I just, I, you know, so it was it's horrible. One th- it's one thing to not enforce it, but it's another thing to witness it in person. Well, and then I washed my hands afterwards. And, and, and incidentally, for a guy who, you know, um, has essentially made it a lifelong commitment to never leave the table hungry. Uh, I, I ate with a great deal of restraint that day. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> so I go to wash my hands afterwards. I, if I'm lying, I'm dying. So before the meal and then after the meal, I'm in the restroom washing my hands. Yet another guy, not an employee, but an old guy who ate there, went to the bathroom, walked out without washing his hands. I'm thinking... It, am I the only person in Central Florida washing their hands after? Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> I guess the, the, the silver lining there is that you knew that the soap dispenser wasn't going to be empty. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you look on the bright side of things. You're, you're amazing. You are That's just amazing. two. You are two halves of a pip. Man. uh let's see what do we do then so then i don't know so um we we so then i got the idea you know what i bet could be awesome so we started going to uh we we hit some thrift stores like we went to goodwill of central florida (laughs) is that funny to you (laughs) it's funny it's funny only in the context of what you just told me you're like listen i'm bulletproof i can go i can go take a take a get a shearling coat that's been covered in smallpox for 120 years i'll be fine uh so we got mrs winger a moo moo and man that woman can wear the heck out of a moo i saw i saw i saw the picture of it yeah yeah it's kind of the highlight of the vacation so uh, all things considered, my wife was very pleased that um, I behaved myself with her mother. Uh, there was one day that I really could have flipped out because, um, you know, she got a, my mother-in-law gets excited and she's kind of manic. And so she doesn't can't really gear down just because it's the right or reasonable thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, shall we say, provocative. If, you know, uh, escalatory. So did, anyway, did you, did you tell her that she should calm down? <laughs> yes, because like you, I found that that always works. Uh, anyway, like you know, it's great that my wife acknowledged that I took books on vacation, which is what I would do. Here's what I would have done: I would have. I would have walked on the beach. I would have enjoyed the beach. I would have read and then read and then read. And uh, I was not able to read much at all. Actually, I read, I actually read a book about uh, the making of Caddyshack. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. It all came out of uh, the Harvard. So the the Harvard Lampoon gave birth to the uh, National Lampoon and like uh, the young P.J. O'Rourke um, mm-hmm. cut his teeth there. Mm-hmm. So there's a guy named Doug Kenny, and apparently, I, I think there was a Netflix biopic about him that I never saw. Um, but he, you know, he died young. Uh, he was a real, well, I mean, uh, have I mentioned before how much of the seventies, how much pop culture in the seventies was fueled by cocaine? Yeah. I, I, I think that uh, I've heard that before. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got documentation for it now. Uh, <laughs> nothing, you know, 
not about the Mandrell sisters, but it, it, the cast of Caddyshack. I mean, like, so this this Kenny, they they wanted him to like dry out, take it easy, clear his head. So they send him to Hawaii with Chevy Chase, who was himself a total coke fiend, and and, and so it, that was the guy's last trip. So then he like gets left alone and he's fine, but then he like fell off a cliff. So the end. That was the guy who wrote uh, Animal House and then um, Caddyshack. Uh, a lot of that movie was really ad-libbed. Anyway, that's the book I read and I was only able to read it because it was on my iPad and I was able to read it at night when my mother-in-law couldn't interrupt me with some stupid mundane errand. Uh, the la our last night in Florida, I surely would not have done this. Our last night in Florida, uh, she goes, we, we go to the, uh, to some playhouse production of Hello, Dolly. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that you went to an all-you-can-eat buffet and dinner playhouse of hello dolly it wasn't a dinner vacation. playhouse it was it was it, it there was no there's no dinner about it it was just a, it was a theater it was a local you know whatever what do you call it regional theater and <laughs> what do you mean and it was exquisite you idiot <laughs> it was sublime I, I now I know that I must go to the theater. It is my destiny. Uh, even even at that level, though, there is something about show people, and I believe I mentioned this previously uh, regarding seeing in the heights in mm -hmm. in public or in in, in person uh, before the pandemic. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, Mrs. Winger and I watched uh, Spielberg's West Side Story on Disney Plus the other night. Have you have you seen it yet? Hey, Andrew Lloyd Webber, you're really starting to string some of these things together. <laughs> Man, after after seeing guys with like six days growth of beard in a in an olive drab sleeveless t-shirt and their bellies hanging over their, you know, cargo shorts. I'm doing anything I possibly can to like culture this story up. Um, don't, ha, surely Ella, your, your, your daughter has seen, has seen this. Yeah. And your wife? I think so. But you've gotten out of it? Yeah. I had to work. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. Okay. It was good. I liked it. I mean, I didn't really? love it, but I liked it. And yeah. uh, the, uh, there's a, uh, you know, just a couple of quick hits, but uh, Rita Moreno is so i mean i mean she's like 88 or something unbelievable and she is still uh, i mean she's not sexy uh anymore but she's a beautiful woman uh yeah which which is a, a cool and interesting distinction and still and and very talented you know oh. being yeah being able to to still perform at at any level let alone that level at that age is remarkable sure sure um, and the the woman who plays I can't remember but, uh, the one uh, that sings La 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 America that one okay by me in America da, 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 America haven't seen it what haven't seen it surely you're familiar with the Great American Songbook. Well, you were really bending over backwards to, to, 
to say you know nothing about musical theater when doesn't your daughter still have Broadway HD? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what have they been doing over two years of lockdown? Um, so the family went and saw a, a play in person the other night. What'd for the you first... see? This is kind of a small thing. What'd you see? I don't I, I, Not many people know about it. Kind of a smaller thing. Was Hamilton in, De- in Denver? It was. Okay. And, it, it, and here's here's the thing. Um, you I, know what? You don't get to complain to me about how expensive your furnace is when you're paying furnace-like prices for four not great seats to Hamilton. Um, I bought these tickets when it was announced uh, it was probably six months ago and <clears throat> I bought four tickets and it was uh, um, everybody, you know, when we saw it, when it came through Denver, uh, you know, two and a half years ago, um, it was, it was a great treat because of some, you know, it was a nice thing to get to do. And so for that time, I, was able to squeeze in and, and get some okay tickets. This time I was able to do a little better and get some really great tickets. Um, here's the thing, Tuesday night, Tuesday I was so sick that I couldn't go. Really? Really. So who did your wife take? She, she took uh, one of her best friends. Her brother? No, not, not a family member. Ah, so, well, I'm, I'm sorry you missed that. Yeah. I don't know. I, are you ever going to be able to see Hamilton as good as you see it on Disney Plus? I don't think so. That's the original cast uh, doing, you know, with, with, with great views. I mean, when Mrs. Winger. I'm, I'm surprised I have to tell you this as somebody who just went to the theater. Does the energy and the vibe that you get from a live performance is so much different and i can't believe i mean you just you just saw hello dolly how did you feel there well if i'm being honest brian i think you know that i'm mostly focused on the frustrated sexual energies of the female members of the cast hello Hello, Brian. Sorry, you broke up there. I didn't catch that, but let's move on. I think we're having trouble with Zoom today, but I think it's back now. Uh, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. So uh, anyway, uh, we've got some great pictures of Florida. Uh, got, the, got the sunrise coming up over the Atlantic. We had, I got some great pictures of the moon. Uh, I, I, I took some pictures of the sun on the beach, uh, which, uh, you know, like, look, this is every other, this is every tourist in the world, right? But I'm going to, I'm going to, I have the, uh, I recently have acquired some uh, gold canvas. So mm-hmm. you don't paint over all of it. You utilize the gold as negative space and, um, I'm very excited uh, for things to warm up a little bit around here and to be able to work, um, uh, you know, like the sun and the sand and the, and the ocean and the fabulous mid-century modern condos and hotels uh, into this gold canvas. Yeah. So, so artistically speaking, it's totally worth it. You know, there's a, there's a Jimmy. Okay. So, you know, you know what, this is the first time I've mentioned, I'm very proud of myself. I kind of wanted to download some Jimmy Buffett while I was down there. Didn't do it. Um, didn't listen to Jimmy Buffett the whole time. I, I just, that's a little too cliched. Uh, but I was rereading uh, the parts of a book called mile marker zero, which is a book about key West uh, where Jimmy Buffett, recorded you know was when he wrote and recorded several albums 
Um, and there was like a whole, it was very tolerant. It was like a, a real artistic bohemian haunt. Uh, it's part of the reason why um, Key West became uh, so attractive to, uh, to, to gay culture. You know, uh, it's just a real live and let live uh, attitude down there. Anyway, Buffett, uh, it was interesting, but I mean, I, I don't really like Buffett, but he does have some good songs and he has some good lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, you know, I, I, I get that it's not cool to be a tourist, but until such time that I can acquire, you know, oceanfront property uh it's it's what we're gonna have you know so um i did do some stupid tourist things uh but that's okay uh frankly there weren't that many people cooler than me down there so i i i didn't feel judged in fact frankly most of the time i felt like james bond especially around the zoptic chicks yeah. Uh, Sarah will often say that if you want to feel pretty good about yourself, go to Florida. It was, it was a very, it was a very body positive trip. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. Uh, so, so here's some things. Uh, Mrs. Winger.com has got these bold cozies. They're actually displayed on the website now. And uh, they're pretty great. And the people who are finding out about them are loving them. First of all, they're cute as can be. They're made out of this, it's cotton, it's insulated on the inside. So the deal is you put your bowl that you're gonna microwave into this bowl cozy. you know, you nuke it and the stuff heats up, the bowl heats up, but your hands don't heat up when you go to grab it. A lot of us have spent a lifetime grabbing a towel and trying to get the bowl out of the microwave without, you know, giving ourselves, you know, third degree burns. Yeah. Bowl, Mrs. Winger's Bowl Cozy, you, you, you can wrap your fingers around the, the base of the bowl which is covered in the cozy, or you can carry it by the corners. Either way, you're not going to burn yourself. And those are available all day long at mrswinger.com. Yeah. Probably more importantly, though, we have Managing Expectations podcast merch. We've got stickers. Official, official merch. Don't trust that knockoff stuff that you might see floating around this is the real and you deal. know where it comes from yeah just saying where's it found brian uh you can find it at managing expectations podcast dot com. Dot com. Dot com. or if you know me just get in touch with me we'll get you set up but uh, we've been working with the folks at squid print they make a great sticker make a make a great t-shirt very happy with them so uh and uh it turns out they do uh what do they call it drop ship so one of these days we're going to work it out so that we can uh what, what do you call it um when you order from us boom they make it on demand that way i don't have a bunch of managing expectations t-shirts in my spartan office I'll tell you what and if you um buy a shirt and uh wear it out in public and somebody takes your picture and you tag yourself managing expectations podcast on any social network uh we'll give you some stickers for free you're it yeah it's brian i don't Remember think we talked partner. about i don't think we talked about that but uh yeah, I, think, it's not, I think it's nothing we've talked about it just, it just came to me. Giving away the store? No, we haven't talked about that at all. <laughs> I was going to say we we're going to give them 50% off their next order, but I think I might need to run up the, the chain of command for that kind of approval. Yeah, our two-link chain. 
<laughs> I used to work for a guy that says, unless it's going to cost me more than a thousand bucks, you just do whatever you want. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, what, what do they call that? Uh, de decentralization of command. Yeah. Or Jocko, you know, Jocko Willick's very big on that. Yeah. Hiring good people and just trusting them to do their job. That's right. That's right. Uh, oh, I, I believe I've, I've talked to you about uh, uh, that gentleman candidly, uh, uh, gobsmacked and candidly. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so he had an assignment. He put a team together. And so it was in accounting for um, uh, a, a, an, large, a, a large an event. Venue. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so like seven months out, they were having weekly meetings with, with PowerPoint slides. That sounds awful. It sounds awful, right? Yeah, I know, I know. You, you know, and I, I told you about that thing that I was in, so like in the late 90s, uh, there was that thing at the Long Beach Convention Center, and there was like, uh, Mandarin, Cantonese, uh, Japanese, Korean, Filipino, and like the Japanese were like, they're like the Martha Stewart's of Asia. I mean, they are like squared away, they're buttoned down, everything was beautiful and color coordinated. Oh, the Vietnamese were there too. But the Filipinos, and God bless them. It looked like they put it all together the night before in their in like their brother-in-law's garage drinking a case of San Miguel. And if I as I look deeply into my own being, I am much closer to the Filipino model than I am the Japanese model. No. So we got Mrswinger.com. We've got uh, managingexpectationspodcast.com. Check out Ray at allinadream.us. Uh, is there anything else? Oh, uh, managingexpectationspodcast.locals.com. Though, to be honest, we still haven't figured that out, but I really wish that I could because I'd like put the pictures from Florida up and... Um, uh, some other stuff. I'm working on a couple of book reviews. Uh, one I may have to do without Brian because he's tired of hearing about the Russians. Uh, you, um, uh, yeah, in fact, uh, you you mock me by making me aware of a book that I'm already fully aware of, and Applebaum's book, Red Famine, Stalin's War Against Ukraine. Like, really? Do you think I needed you to tell me about that book? No, duh, Brian. <laughs> that was exactly the response that I typed. And I thought, no, he's been having it. Poor fella. Poor little fella's been having a heck of a week. Is your furnace fixed yet? It is. I've, I have now had uh, 24 hours of consistent furnace operation must be nice so yes the furnace is fully operational now which i'm thankful for because it was it's been cold in denver this uh, last week it's cold here today but it won't be tomorrow so unlike unlike uh the centennial state here in uh, north texas uh i mean this is probably the last of it i mean march doesn't usually get real cold had a little yeah. precipitation today so yeah we uh we might we might be out of the real cold temperatures but now there you go next week it's gonna snow seriously thursday yep so surely that counts for a lot of precipitation for denver this year doesn't it oh yeah yeah we're snowpack is at great levels uh the uh reservoirs are going to be full 
Might even be able to water my lawn all summer long this year. That'd be great. Okay, so, um, okay, oh, also, I haven't talked to the rest of the Mary bunch. Are you, are you anywhere in True Grit or between your sickness and not having a furnace, have you, have you not been able to read it? Because we did say that we'd, we'd have it done by Sunday. This Sunday? That's what we said a month ago. And then we stopped recording podcasts. You may you may remember. Um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for True Grit. I'm ready for Fred. You have her. Yeah. I have. Re- I I have started it. I'm How in far it. are you? I don't know. Like like iPod, I, iPhone pages or real pages. Real pages. I don't know. It's on my. It's on my iPhone. Is it really? Uh huh. Okay. So I just, I just read, um, I just finished the chapter where Maddie Ross meets LaBeef for the first time. So good. Uh, though it doesn't have um, the line about, I was not aware that there were rodeo clowns. Well, we won't, we won't spoil it. Anyway, it's, it's a good book. It's it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, more on this in due course. So um, that's it. That's my spring break in Florida before my detached retina, before the Russians went tiger. So, um, you know, as I, 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 I as, as we sign off, uh, for this uh, episode of the Managing Expectations podcast. We want to thank you very much for listening to us. Check out our merch. Check out the sponsors. Like, subscribe, sh- share, share by all means. Let other people know about how you're enjoying the podcast. And um, uh, that'll be it for this time. So uh, for Brian, uh, this is Jeff Winger uh, saying, um, eye drops and eye patches.